Warm welcome to to all of you. This is Taigo and uh, Trilif, and today I like to get hold of what Dogen writes in Shobogenzo Jiso Sanmai. Jiso Sanmai. He says, following the teacher, following the master, following the sutra, all this means to follow oneself. The sutras are an expression of yourself. The master is your master. When you travel far and wide to meet with masters, that means that you travel far and wide to meet with yourself. When you pick a hundred weeds, you are picking up yourself and picking out yourself a hundred times. And when you climb ten thousand trees, you are climbing yourself ten thousand times. Understand that when you practice in this way, you are practicing yourself. Practicing and understanding thus, you will let go of yourself and get a real taste of yourself for the first time. This sentence is almost the same as in Genjo Kohan. To study the self is to forget the self. You know that pretty much well. But today I like, I'd like to look at it in a different light. Zen somehow is popular in, in the West these days. A seed has been planted and what we can see all around is a great variety of styles, of ways, of flavors. And nothing could make me sing, nothing could make me more happy than to witness this variety. You see, like the very good old Kodo, Sawaki Kodo, I very much, I'm, I'm very cautious with institutions. As soon as you've got a body of people, teachers, trying to establish rules, fix things, you kill it. It happened to the Roman Church, of course. And it even happened to Heiji. Two generations after Dogen, the whole thing fell into a huge chaos. We need variety. We need many, many styles. 
This is the richness of our tradition. So some might just very much go into the monastic thing and some other very, very, I mean, into the world and refusing to even wear the kesa. Some may think neither monastic nor lay people, a bit like here in Tree Leaf, priest and non-priest. But that variety is precious. What is a teacher? As Dogen points out, the teacher is nothing, nobody but yourself. So the end and gains of comparing one teacher to another, of trying to see through the weaknesses, the shortcomings of this guy compared to another guy. It's good it's good exercise if you think that you are looking at yourself. Of course, pick up any teacher. I mean, we are basically 40. We're not perfect. <laughs> Far from it. We can have moods, tempers. But the point is not the guy or the girl. The point is what they follow, the direction they follow, the practice they give their life to, providing there's no abuse, go ahead. The point I want to make is that the magic belief that somehow the teachings, the sutra, the practice might get you somewhere somehow different one day that belief is crap the sole purpose of the teachings the sole purpose of the sutra the sole purpose of this practice is to make you realize in your flesh, in your bones, in your marrow, that you are one, originally one, with the undivided reality. So sutras as well as practice, as well as rituals or non-rituals, are natural expressions of this original faith. In other words, we don't sit to become Buddha, but in sitting, we allow, we let Buddha be. So, there's room for Zen with a pang flavor, great. There's room for Zen with a kind of psychological twist, great. 
there's room for Zen with a monastic, very deep, deeply rooted monastic belief. Great. There's room for rebels like me. Not much, not recognized, not about nothing. Great. There's room for everybody. Every single one of you doing his own thing is actually doing the original thing. And although you might perceive these things are as separated, different, shooting in different direct, opposite directions, actually you all come from the same point. Now it's, it's an important aspect that you, I, everybody should look at. You know, every so often I look at the temptation, I should call it, of Western communities to not only to ground their practice, but to make it safe through giving it a very rigid form, a body of rules, creating trainings, monasteries, stuff. And that, in my clouded eyes, is the first step that will eventually put the Dharma at risk. In the old days, you had to climb the mountain. In the old days, once the mountain mountain was open, you had to sit as an abbot, create a community, attract students from afar, and develop a body of teachings. I think today we need to be able to communicate with each other, to rub against each other in a non-conflicting way. There's no need to beg Japan for recognition. There's no need to beg your teacher transmission. I will leave you with what a great woman philosopher, French, used to say. She used to say something like, of course, we only eventually get what we actually accept to let go of.
as we give up things, they become real. This practice is a practice of simplicity. As we give up our belief systems about ourselves, others, our expectations, as we accept to just be here and now, just be. It comes alive. It comes alive. It just takes place naturally. So, meeting the teacher, cooking the dishes, washing the dishes, going to work, <clears throat> picking up the weeds, or going to the marketplace, you are always with your teacher, the only teacher. 